Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Berger, Mark Novak, episode 346. Mark, good morning. Anyone who watched those 346 episodes is going to be so, so smart. Yeah. <laughs> like a rich as well. The people talking about the 346 episodes. <laughs> It's it's twenty it's twenty six seven years of me and it's ten years of you and uh, a lot of experience and people that we've spoken to over that period and all their experience. Hundred percent, a lot of experience, a lot of mistakes, a lot of good things that mistakes. we're sharing for all of the above. So hopefully, from the many mistakes we've done, it prevents other people and tips and tricks. But this morning show, we're going to be talking about the the highest returning asset or. Of property at the in moment. In real estate. In real estate. And it's right under your nose. And that is Mark Novak. Oh, the suspense is killing me. This, this is this is the way to get the highest return on your money, probably full stop, with the highest coupled together with guarantee as well, the or assurance, because sometimes you can make a good return on your money, but it's a real punt. It's a real risk. This is really low risk. And it is a granny flat. Yes. In, a your, granny flat. in your home. And, and it's huge. Like to get straight to the point of sort of the figures that you're looking at, to buy to build them is a hundred up to about 150,000. Some people spend a little bit more. So that's sort of the realm where you're going, one or two better. Recommend that sort of the two-bedroom granny flat. And then with the rental income, they vary from, especially the, the new ones, from 500 up to about 725, 730 a week. So, and that's where you get your 20, 25, 30% return, which is absolutely huge. Like, Mark, if you always see a lot of people, um, they say they've got their home, they've got 600 square metre block and they're like, well, where are we going to invest? Should we invest in shares, get a, a 5 10% return? Should we have it in a long-term deposit? Should we buy another property? How often do you see people buy that second property? And it's like, well, why don't you just build a granny flat out the back? I think the myth is it's quite – they're – they're very well accepted by a lot of councils, especially Northern Beaches. The requirements aren't that big to do the mark. The barrier, yeah, so the barrier to entry. The state well, the state government came along and put a policy in place pretty much across most of New South Wales, particularly Metro. They came along and said, look, if you've got bigger than a four, if you meet a certain criteria, 450 metre square block was one of them, we'll automatically approve it, i.e. within seven days. So you can actually start building a granny flat within seven days in your backyard. Now, there's a couple of myths around that. People think that they have to be detached. Um, they don't. They can be attached. Uh, but, Michael, they are a privacy killer. They yeah. And the biggest reason why the biggest reason why they are a bit destructive. So they're constructive with cash flow, but they're a bit destructive with privacy and they're a bit destructive with, um, I don't know, like aesthetics. Do you know what I mean? They don't particularly look nice, but there are, there are ways to work around that that we're going to discuss in a, in a sec where you can actually pull off a granny flat, a good income, make it look sexy and still retain your privacy. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. And I think, um, 
what I see well with granny flats potentially when it's a corner block mark. So you can have the house facing one street and then the granny flat facing the other and then you've got the fence up. So that's a really good way. Or even the best thing I see done when people build granny flats is they actually put a fence up between the rear of the house and the granny flat and they basically make it look like two properties. I find a lot of people have that hesitation when they view a property and the house backyard goes onto the granny flat, especially if it's rented to a, uh, a random person. When it's their teenager yeah. or their grandma, it's a little bit different. They like the connect. But if you don't like the connect, what we see real because if you look at a lot of homes have the house on the, say, left and then the driveway on the right. So if you've got that driveway that leads to the backyard, you put the fence up, the granny flat has the entrance down the driveway to the back and the house through the front. So I think they are key things if you're looking for a house to build the granny flat or to see yep. how it works with your house. And But another thing as well, Mark, if, you, if it's your investment house, it doesn't – for what you gain, it's okay to build even if it doesn't have the best access for that privacy. Like if you were renting the house with the backyard, you may get, say, 1200 a week, put a granny flat, you may rent it for 900 but you get 650 for the granny flat. So there is that net positive around it. It doesn't make the house not lettable. It doesn't make the granny flat not lettable. But there's always to take that into consideration. And even the downsizes, like sometimes people are in a house that's just too big and the kids have moved out. Um, that's a perfect thing to do, a granny flat. It's the worst word as well. Calling it a granny flat sucks because it gives it gives you this really bad, um, you know, call it a second home rather than a granny flat. But it may be better to convert your block to a, <clears throat> having a second home and an income rather than moving and paying 50 or 100 or 200 grand in stamp duty. So, um it's often a good it's often a better way um to generate an income but you're talking big money you're putting in 150 grand and you're pulling out potentially 30 grand um 25 to 30 grand a year you're starting to get a, a return on your money that's pretty compelling and you're not <coughs> the secret is you're not paying for the land yeah. when you're not paying for the land that really drives your income massively high. And then another thing that I've seen people done that I really want everyone to think about is a granny flat that can be part of your home later. And what that means is I've seen clients actually do like a Hampton-style pool cabana. Uh, in the interim, they've rented it out uh, while the kids are small as income. Later on, they put in some big double doors and opened it onto a pool or put in a pool and put in the doors later. So sometimes if you're building a premium home with no backyard because you've got a granny flat, you are going to kill the value of the property. But I do ask people that you know, to consider that if they can do almost like a Hampton-style um, granny flat that, that opens towards a potential pool that then integrates into the home later. It could be a games room, it could be a pool cabana, it could be an income before it's any of those things. It could be a multi-use structure. At first it starts off as a granny flat. Well, and what you said before about a granny flat doesn't have to be at the rear is key as well, because just going off the back of what you said, making it multi-use, it's you could do a granny, if you have a single level home, it's basically you do a granny flat 
on top. So it almost acts like a second. It's a second level, but you're not doing a duplex, which a lot of because a lot of councils won't allow a duplex, um, but they will allow granny flat on top, which is very similar, um, but it it gets same purpose. And then if you ever want to, you still have your backyard, and then you've still got your second income. But if you ever want to sell it as a big family home, you can do so as well. But I stress um, to really look at the numbers because let's say you do have a, a $2 million home and you were either wanting to downs- you wanted to downsize and it was too big with the land, instead of selling and then buying something smaller, beca- because look, if you look like at this. the – Yeah, because if you, if you look at the cost, you sell the $2 million home, there's forty grand there, forty five grand in commission. You buy something for 1.2, 1.3 luxury apartment, you're paying another 50 grand in stamp duty. So you've always got 100 grand in costs just to have a smaller property and then you've got no benefit. But what you could do is you move out of that home, you build the granny flat, you rent both of them out, you've got a, a solid income paying for itself and then you could either rent apartment because now you've got the two incomes or buy something else as well. But I think a lot of people... Around just, travel around Australia. Travel around Australia, do whatever you sort of want that way. I think a lot of people just, they're, they're very quick to sell, which is obviously great for us, but we're obviously here to give you that sort of long-term advice and strategy. Where, But a lot of people miss sort of the cost of selling on both ends. Uh, you got the agent fees and then stamp duty and then the cost of moving everything there. And I know building a granny flat will solve a lot of problems. Well, we'll get that income because, Mark, how often people, we want to buy another property. So if you're buying a unit for 200 grand, yes, you could do a 5% deposit. But most people, if you've got that home, they're going to be putting down a 20% deposit or 30%. So a 600K unit generating $500 a week, you're putting in 140 grand anyway when you could just build the granny flat on your home or you may already have a home that's an investment, which would help as well. Now, so, what are the, let's talk about the restrictions. So they can be only 60 metres squared? Yep. Yeah, 60, 65. They've got to be within, I think, three metres from the rear boundary or six metres or three from the three metres from the side boundary, six from the back. So there's a few six, of those restrictions. Six from the back. Um, they've got to be – you can have um, 18 metres squared of balconies off them. Uh, you can uh, – here's a tricky one. You can enclose the balconies. Yeah. <laughs> um, to create a little bit more extra space. You can put them on a corner of a block, which is a bit of a cracker. Um, these are really good options. Now, another thing that I've seen is people connect the granny flat to their home and they open the granny flat into their home on demand. Yeah. So what happens is when they when the, when it's the, when the, as the family grows, they ask the tenant to leave, they integrate the grant they integrate the granny flat into their home, much like the pool cabana concept, but connected to the home. Um, another cracker, in law accommodation. So I've seen people join mum uh, or dad or mum and dad or grandma or GMA or and they integrated them into the home as well when they've done the granny flat. So they've got that flexibility. And often those guys, when grandma's selling, she's got a bit of cash, um, that can build the granny flat. So it helps and with so, care. 
Hundred percent. And then if you just go back to the numbers, if you say buy a home for one point three million, you got a million dollar mortgage on it. Let's say you got interest rates at two percent. It's twenty grand a year that you're paying for. If you say build the granny flat out the back, so you add on another, say hundred grand of debt. So you're now at one point one debt, uh, paying twenty two thousand dollars a year. But the granny flat brings in twenty five grand a year your property is now positive and you still got the benefit of living. So I reckon a lot of young couples out there, um, I think it's a great idea, but maybe before you got the family or you've only got a small child and you don't necessarily need the extra space, but you know you want to get into a home. It's a great idea to buy the home, have the granny flat there, and it will supplement a lot of your income. And then as you said, Mark, convert it to a pool cabana, put a pool there, even if you knock it down, if you have it for five years, it's paid itself off, knock it down and then you've got the yard. Or then because you've saved 25 grand a year um, that you're not paying on the mortgage, you after five or 10 years, effectively that's a deposit for a $2 million home because the 25 grand you're not paying, put it away. Spot on. So I Spot think there's on. a lot of options that really open up from it. I think you do have to get past that as you said at the beginning, that the privacy, the not having the yard. But I think look at your your 10-year plan, look at your five-year plan and see how much that extra 25 grand could really help. Because if you're only... show us what a granny flat looks like? Yeah, I've got one here. And I think a key thing when you're doing them is if you can allow the balcony space or the backyard space, it is an absolute game changer. So here's one, 65 square metres, Two bedroom. I want to see if I got the outdoor area. Uh, yeah, here it is. So that's where. What's there? That's like an outdoor area for the um, house, and then the house is say up here. But the granny flat's on a corner, so you've got the granny flat faces so the Google, rear backyard. You Google map the block, the, yeah. the original block. So that's that. There's a house that's connected to a house. Um, and so that's because it was a corner, the house, the original house faced one road and that granny flat faced another road. Um, so bring that up there. Let me change it to, um, how to, oh, right here. So you guys have a look here. Let's see if it's updated. Yeah. So you've got, as I said, corner block. So the house faces NIMBY Ave. It had another entrance in from the side on Amaral Street and the granny flat was built. They had like a carport in the middle. So that's where you'd put the fence up. And then you got the granny flat at the back of the block. Basically feels like a separate house. Now this is a typical 600 square meter block. So the house itself would be 450 and then the granny flat uses say 100 of it or a little bit more. But Mark, there's plenty of homes on 450 square meters, but now that rented originally for seven twenty-five a week. I think recently six eighty again. So that's huge money. That's huge. There you go. That's a wrap. Granny flat chat. Granny flat chat. Oh, I minimised the whole screen. I'll have to end it. Hang on. Where are we? Two seconds. There we go. But yeah, that's a wrap. Recommend granny flats to your clients while well, learning your area. Each area is different, isn't it, Mark? But pretty, pretty straightforward to find out where you can build them, what you it's, can build. But it's, it's a good conversation and, starter with clients, isn't it? When you go in there saying, oh, maybe yeah. think of this. 
like when you are meeting with a prospective vendor and your motive isn't when are we going to sell and here are some other options, have a think about it, it really builds that rapport. And also for your landlords, if you can come up with an option that can generate them more money, they're going to love you. And if you're at the agency, you're going to love the extra income because everyone gets more money. So there's benefits all around. So, you know, even if you guys, even if you just go out and borrow 150 grand, you, the, the maths is you're going to rent it for five, six hundred dollars a week. In anyone's world, that is just a terrific investment. You are losing a little bit of your yard, but you may be not using it anyway. So uh, think about a granny flat. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. Cheers, guys. See you, guys. Bye.